Hello, hello. Welcome to the official Sydney Comedy Festival podcast. My name's Kyron Wheatley. Hope you're well. All right, my guest is Sol Bernstein today. Uh, this is a fun one. He kept calling me Kieran, which, was, which is nice. Uh, he's getting old. Man in his 80s. He's been doing his performance vaudeville comedy game now for over 70 years, so we got a little bit nostalgic. And after 70 years in the game, what is Sol's favourite decade to work in comedy? You might be surprised. And also, he's worked with some incredible names in uh, seven decades. He reminisces about a few too. This is Sol Bernstein. Sol Bernstein, hello. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, here in this little hallway. Standing at the bottom of the stairs. That's, <laughs> that's stardom for you. Yeah, show business, right? It took me 70 years to get here. <laughs> uh, we start this with a question from our previous guest. Okay. Do you know James Wormsley? I certainly do. He asks, if your show was a film star, who would it be? If my show was a film star? Yeah. Who would it be? Uh, well... Uh, I suppose it's the same question as if they made a movie of my life. Who would play the lead? Who would yeah. play Solbers? In that case, Denzel Washington. <laughs> You've got to have a black man taking the part of a Jew. I'm an old white Jewish guy. Okay, that's that, that answers that question. Well, ten years ago, it would have been Sidney Poitier, but he's too old now. I want a young, hip guy doing it. <laughs> well, you're getting old, Sol. 84 years old. 84 years old. Actually, yeah. that's a lie. I'm not. I'm, I'm a lot older. <laughs> I, I, I admit to being 80. I don't like to be people to think I'm too old. You don't want to be too honest. No, I'm not too honest or too old. Mm. So I, I settled at 84 about six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it too personal to ask if you're suffering any ailments in your old age? Well, I got a million ailments. If you come and see my show, I talk about all the ailments. What's, yeah, what's... I'm a sick man. I got a million things wrong with me. What's hurting you the most? Well, hemorrhoids, uh, oh. toothache. If they were mine, I suppose they would ache. I, uh, <laughs> I got them. No, that's one of the. I tell you, Kieran, it's one of the things of getting old. Yeah. Everything goes wrong. You, listen, a car doesn't last forever. You got to take a car in for a service. You need a new clutch. You need new brakes. Yeah. It's exactly the same with the human body. Yeah. That's it. My brain is functioning though. That, thank God. That's the most important. That thing. absolutely. Because you know, if God forbid, if I couldn't walk, I could probably work on stage in a chair. Yeah. yeah. Which would be sit-down comedy, or yeah, Alzheimer's. Well, Alzheimer's. You just go out and tell the same joke every every <laughs> for an hour. I yeah, used you to, don't know. I, that's why I used to do this old age homes. I used to tell the same joke for an hour. They la kept laughing. It was wonderful. It's perfect. Absolutely. Like a car, do you have a finish line in mind? Are you hoping to reach a certain age? I suppose I'd like to be working to a hundred. I think that was because my old old friend, uh, God rest his soul, George Burns, wanted to play the London Palladium for his 100th birthday. And I believe that he played, he didn't, he didn't live to 100, he lived to 98, I think, 98, mm. 99. And they celebrated a 100th birthday in LA. In his honor? It, well, no, he was alive, he, he, oh, he, right. was, he was alive for that, but he didn't make it back to England for that, uh, oh, for for, he didn't make it to 100, yeah, sadly. Yeah. But what a talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great to walk out on stage when you're 100, wouldn't it? If you can walk. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the ideal, just to walk out on the yeah. stage, not crawl, not being yeah. pushed. That's if enough to deserve an applause break. Abs absolutely. <laughs> I, listen, I deserve an applause break for being in my 80s. I, yeah. I insist on that. <laughs> well, it's a long way to come. Where do you live? I, I live in London now. Right. I've been living in London for, in, in England for... Um, Is there another London? 30 years. <laughs> I, I don't... 
every time I come to Australia, I find a place that's the same as London, England. Yeah, right. Like Waterloo, I, yeah. I, different places. So I, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's Paddington. a London. Paddington, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a, you know, if, if there is a London here. Yeah. I figured maybe there is somewhere. There's probably a London street or something like that. Oh, I'm sure about that. London mm. Road or something like that. I know. Do you like London? Love it. It's been my, London's been my home for, for 30 years. I went over 30 years ago to visit one of my kids. Right. And I stayed. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we, we uh, yeah, I did, so England's been good to me. But you I hear, go back to the States every so often. Yeah, but you're here for like five weeks, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah, I, I've, I've done two weeks, uh, and I got another, uh, another three at the comedy store. Nice, so you must like it here. Oh, I love it, I love it, and I got family here. All right. I got some family here. What is so it about Australia that you love, other than having your family here? Uh, what do I love? The audience, first of all, the audiences, I know most performers probably say, oh, the audiences yeah. are fantastic, they want, the, the audiences are, have been great to me. I don't yeah. know if maybe every performer came over and said, oh, they weren't so good. Yeah. They've been wonderful with me, respectful, and they laugh yeah. in the right places. Yeah. Uh, I That's think, all you can ask for. Absolutely. This is my fourth trip over. I came over six years ago, yeah. four years ago, last year, and, and this year. Yeah. And the audiences are wonderful. I, like the, I love the climate. Um, They've got some wonderful food places. They've got yeah. some nice, interesting ideas about food. I had a one a Turkish, toasted Turkish bread, let me tell you, with uh, avocado, which was like guacamole, I suppose, because it was kind of melted, yeah. with a poached egg on top. Wow. And a flat white. Yeah. Don't get any better than that. <laughs> that is everything mixed in together. Maybe a shot of bourbon in the coffee, that would be good, with Jack Daniels or something, I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting that you say that the audience has been respectful, because uh, you're on stage, you're not necessarily respectful, are you, Sol? No, I'm no. not. No. But I've earned the right, eh? I'm yeah. in my eighties, what the hell? <laughs> I say what I say what I think. Do your friends talk like this when you're hanging out with your friends down at the bowls club or whatever? I don't I got no old friends left. I oh, hang really? out with the young comics. Yeah, nice. That's that's who my friends are. Yeah, yeah. All the young guys. And you know what? I don't I swear to God, I don't feel any different. You know, when a young guy said to me, Sol, you know, you always look a bit nervous before you go on stage. And I am, and I'll tell you why. Because every time you go out there, it's the first time. Mm. The people tonight here never saw me before. Maybe they saw me on YouTube. I don't know. Maybe they saw me the comedy store. I don't. I, obviously, I don't know. Maybe some have. But in the main, you're going out there. You got to impress them for the first time. So consequently, it's uh, it show. It's a yeah. tough, tough business. And Doesn't comedy, matter how many years you've been doing it for. Absolutely not. The only thing is, if you're not doing well. The longer you've been doing it, you can handle it. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been doing it? I've been doing this over 70 years. 70 years? Over 70 years. So you started when you were 14? I was uh, younger than 14. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, my family, my family came from Russia originally. Right. And then there was the, the, the pogroms, the, the Cossacks, the attacks on the Jewish villages. And we left. It was like, uh, did you ever see the movie Fiddler on the Roof? Yeah. It was like that, but without the soundtrack. <laughs> okay. We were just on the horse and cart, no music, just screaming that's, and shouting and crying. That's not as good a film. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> That's Wouldn't not going to win awards. No, it would. Well, maybe for sadness it would. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I worked away across Europe, uh, and then we ended up in the States. That's where I learned show business, up in the Catskill Mountains. Have you, done, have you had many other jobs than show business? Well, I, I do. I, 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 not, not now, but I, I would sing, I would dance. Uh, obviously, comedy, uh, I, impressions, used to do impressions. Magic card tricks. What impressions have you got in you? Uh, Marlon Brando. Go. You want to hear Marlon Brando? I'd love from, to hear from some the Godfather. Mario. Okay, Sonny, what's the matter with you? Don't ever tell him outside the family what you're thinking. See, don't get any better than that. That's Brando. I could do a million others. <laughs> but what about what jobs? What are you laughing for? <laughs> what about jobs outside show business? No, never. Nothing. Never. Never. All even when I starved, I never waited tables. 
Now, all of us, all of us work, to be honest with you. In those years, when I started, you had to do everything. But you, you know the old fact, mm. the all-round entertainer. Acting, I did some yeah. acting. I did some theater work. I done some movie work. Um, I was in the, you ever say, Shakespeare, I would do Romeo and Juliet. I played the balcony. <laughs> no, it was a big part for me, I swear <laughs> to God. No, thank God the young couple went too heavy. <laughs> That's a long time in show business. What's the best decade? What was your favorite decade to be in to be in comedy or to be in showbiz? Well, I, I suppose now is is got to be yeah. is wonderful because I'm I'm still alive uh, and yeah. I'm still working, getting laughs. Um, <laughs> but I think maybe in the in the fifties, in the fifties was wonderful because it was a it was a, a wonderful time for for, for entertainment. Mm. Late fifties, early sixties, because you had you had the old time comics. I mean, basically, I'm an old I'm an old time comic. That's what I do. Yeah. But that time, you know, we're talking about in the 50s, 60s, you had people like Lenny Bruce mm. breaking the barriers. We had uh, Mort Saul breaking the barriers, Dick Gregory. So basically, you had two Jewish guys and a black guy who invented, I believe, to my opinion, what we now call alternative comedy. Those guys went out there and told it like it was. They weren't doing shtick like I am. I, throw yeah. a, I do a bit of political stuff, but those guys really went out there and mm. were honest. Richard yeah. Pryor came later, and not a genius. You know, yeah, those yeah. Guys, we're talking world-class people. There was a play, I, I missed it. There was a play in Bondi. Um, about Lenny Bruce. About yeah. Lenny Bruce. It was it called Five Days in Australia? And Days yeah. was D-A-Z-E. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. came over, they kicked him out. Yeah. The, the government <laughs> kicked him out because he was in England in the, in the 60s and he played the establishment club. And I, he left and they booked him back and he came back and they wouldn't let him in the country and they stopped him at the airport and they sent oh, him wow. back. Oh, he, wow, he arrived on our shores and they sent him back. No, England. Oh, England England did. the second time, yeah. yeah. Right. He offended so many people the first time. <laughs> playing. But the establishment club, that was Peter Cook and yeah. the, the Beyond the Fringe guys. Mm. They were into satire and they wanted, you know, Lonnie Bruce was perfect for them. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't understand what he was doing. You know, Who was the most interesting per person that you've worked with over, this, over this, these, all these years? Over all the years, mm. oh boy. Or who are uh, your favorites? Who comes to mind? Well, I mean, who comes to mind? Woody Allen, I love Woody Allen. The old guys, I love George Burns, Jack Benny, mm. uh, Milton Berle, Sid Caesar was wonderful. Sid Caesar and Milton Berle, they made television in America. That That's, people yeah. stayed in. When Sid Caesar was doing, I, I think it was, uh, either, I, I'm not sure it was your show of shows or the Sid Caesar show and was being sponsored by a TV company. They, they pulled the show. And, they were, and, and the people said, well, how can you pull a show that's so successful? And the reason was that the people um, sponsoring, I can't remember the name of the people, they couldn't make enough televisions. <laughs> they couldn't make enough. So they, had to, so they stopped supporting the show. Imagine that now. Oh, just. But million, I mean, but, but people didn't know about it. They were going to vaudeville. Mm. They're going to theaters. Suddenly this was on, I mean, television killed vaudeville. Yeah. That's the truth of the matter, mm. you know? Like, uh, you know, they say, um, downloading music is stopping the, the sales of CDs and you know people are not going to see movies because they can watch at home yeah. in America in America they, the, the comedy clubs were killed in the uh, I think in the 80s because HBO were putting on specials an hour show people yeah. I can stay at home and watch a comic do an hour show I don't need to sit in a nightclub with a two drink minimum yeah <laughs> that's right and it's kind of happening a little bit in, in the UK at the moment you've got some big shows like uh, Michael McIntyre Roadshow mm. um, Life at the Apollo you've got the, the panel shows like Mock the Week you've got some what fabulous comedians on mm. you know and although on the back of that those guys are touring uh, it, doing theater shows. tours yeah. But, but it's it's not it's not doing the clubs any good. No. To be honest with you, things are changing. 
Yeah. And so, here, so you've been at 70 years. What do you think it'll be like in another 70 years? Who can, who can tell? Who can tell? I, all I know is that I've, I've been playing at the comedy store, doing some of the showcase shows, and I'm hoping next year I can come back and do a, a one-man, one-hour show, mm. do a, at whichever venue uh, the people say I'm, it would be okay to do. Yeah. So I just like to, I like to, you know, to, just to delve a little bit more into the material, you know, mm. mess around with the audience. When you're doing 10-minute spots, you, you got 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, an hour is an hour. You, yeah. got, you got time. Well, we'd love to have you back. Let's finish this the way we started with a question for our next guest. Okay. And who is the next? Uh, does you it matter? It doesn't matter. Okay. Right. In that case, let me ask the next performer um, which is your favorite country to perform in? Beautiful. Sol Burstein, thank you very much. My pleasure, Kieran. <laughs> right to the end, I'm Kieran. It's fine. It's fine. Sol is in the country still for another few weeks. He's performing at the Comedy Store and doing some lineup shows. Get out, you can still see him. All right, my next guest uh, answering that question from Sol has had a couple shows in the festival this year. A solo show and also a uh, live radio play. It's Dave Williams. He's next. All right, my name is actually Kyron Wheatley. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>